Hello, welcome to 100% Worse. I'm Connor, that's Graham. Let's get going. Sorry. My chair will not stop squeaking. I think if you're going to talk at that volume, we need to put you across the room. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Oh, Uh, man. Sorry, all I can think about is uh, (laughs) on the way here, we were driving and we pulled up beside this red Toyota Corolla and... uh, uh, obviously, Connor had his eyes on the road, but I looked over and they had how many air fresheners? It was either five or six. It was five or six of those little trees hanging from their mirror. And also, the, they were like red to match the color of the car. All we could think. Like, we were just looking at this and we were like... It's... it's, uh, it's it, 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 they are smoking the marijuana. That is a weed mobile right yeah, there. <laughs> There's no other thing. They're blowing uh, clouds. That that is that is a hot box delivery service that delivers hot boxes unto itself. <laughs> Unlicensed hot box pizza pizza merchandise in the form of dank clouds. That kind herb is hidden in every seat cushion of this vehicle. The wheels are made of catin. <laughs> the so much that they need six air fresheners six of the same fresheners. scent of the same pine tree freshness. Either that, or they put one on there, and then obviously you know it gets less powerful over time. Okay, and then they put another one on there but without taking the first one off because they didn't think that far ahead. Uh, but they've had the car for so long they've just kept stacking <laughs> air fresheners onto it. Uh, I would believe that. Well, I would I would consider that, except for the fact that when we followed them around one turn, because we just happened to be going in the same direction, we were behind them. We got to the next stoplight, and they were about 100 feet in front of us, and we just saw this, just this uh, ethereal cloud billow out of the driver's side window. <laughs> yeah, the, like, uh, uh, the window was rolled down a crack, and you could just see it, just like... Like there was too much in there, and it was trying to like shove itself out this little window, so it was coming out at like a force greater than what it was just drifting around in the car. It was uh... there was some serious physics going on there. It was like a it was like a magical weather factory. Weed smoking that's a habit, huh? <laughs> yeah, it can be a habit. Uh, but why did you use the word habit? Uh, habit? Uh, well, first of all, what's up, my dude? Not much. Uh, been incredibly busy. Haven't really done anything else, uh, yeah. other than work. So yeah. I'm, I'm doing this right now from work. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you're doing it from work? No, like af- <laughs> after work. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm paging in. Uh, no, I, I get what you mean. Like you came here directly from work, but I'd rather think of you just like... Uh, just huddled under a popcorn machine with like a, a clip-on microphone and a clip-on tie. <laughs> just in, <laughs> in between patrons telling me your your opinions on our topic today, habits. Yeah. Weird uh, habits. Why we have them? I don't know, man. Irrational habits, like the type of things that you end up doing every single time you don't know why but you do it now you just so much that it's kind of routine to the gods of mediocrity yeah um let's get into it all right your best friends created the best show in the universe 
And they took that show and made that show 100% worse. Presenting Podcast Extravaganza 100% Worse, the show that gets better every day. Photographically enhanced for a more pleasant viewing experience. So, Graham, what's your habit? Well, Connor, uh, <laughs> what's my habit? Well, I tell you, I can't stop eating gummy worms. Now, um, the, no, uh, that's actually a mood. That's, <laughs> that's a mood. Uh, oh, I know this is a, a bit off the rails already, but, um, I was just thinking again, one of the most common complaints that I've heard, uh, is that our voices sound identical. Now, I don't believe that. I know. But I, I also think, uh, that there's something very handy that we have been doing this whole time um, to help you differentiate our voices. And uh, that is that I occasionally bump the chin, uh, the microphone with my chin, um, whereas Connor just bumps it all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <but laughs> what we actually do is my voice actually comes in. Uh, I'm panned slightly to the right. And I'm panned slightly to the left. I realize that pause is probably because you wanted me to say it. Yeah, so if I, I said it, it would still that. be from yeah, the right. From the right, from yeah. the right is where it would be from. Yeah, I've got some weird habits, I guess. Like, uh, like almost like superstitions, you know? Mm-hmm. Stuff you do, and you're like, "Well, I always do it that way," but I don't. There's no reason. Here's one. Uh, not to be blue, but I absolutely cannot use any toilet ever at all unless I I wipe it off a bit, like first with with a with with a little you know. That's just being sanitary. That's that's not even a, like a weird yeah? habit. I wouldn't even consider no, that weird. Yeah, but it's like like I could be the only one home. It's your toilet. This toilet is only exclusively used by yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Like I could be like, I could stand up from a toilet and then sit back. To, I don't know why I would, why that string of actions would occur. But if a I eureka moment, sure. Yeah, you a eureka moment. You gotta point stand your up, point to your finger Yeah. I don't know if you mean like a um, like an Archimedes eureka moment or like a Stan Lee eureka moment because those are a little bit different. Fun fact, Archimedes never had a Eureka moment. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but he did come up with vapes. And uh, where would we be without vapes? Archimedes came up with vapes. Yeah, he did. Well, first it was the Archimedes screw, which allowed you to transport liquid using a screw. And then mm-hmm. from there, it was just a short, uh, just kind of a short jump to vape pens. You just straight up vape pens. Yep, <laughs> that vape was- pens. Archimedes, uh, strolling down the street, hitting this little pen. People are like, whoa, what is that thing? Yeah, just blowing clouds. You, <laughs> he, had so, <laughs> he had so many air fresheners in his chariot. <laughs> <laughs> he had like six. Um, okay, maybe that's not that weird. I gotta, you know, break off, break, break off some toilet paper and uh, and and w- wipe off the seat every every single time, even at home. Maybe that's not super weird. Um, okay, here's one that could be weird. Uh, you know how some people, when they're like going to take a shower, they check behind the shower curtain mm-hmm. to see if there's a murderer. Well, yeah, naturally. Natch. Um, 
I uh, I check behind the shower curtain, but all the time, whenever I go into the bathroom. And not only the shower curtain, I also check in the cl- like the bathroom closet and under the sink. Why? I'm not sure. Looking for one of your cats? Or... I'm not sure what size murderer is hiding <laughs> under the sink. But I guess you just can't be too careful. Unless <laughs> to be like a leprechaun. With a well, the other thing is like villainous intent. I have this, uh, I have this like uh, almost like paranoid feeling that, uh, that one of these days I'm gonna check under the sink or like in like the closet, and there's just gonna be a random kid there. Even though like we typically don't have any kids in our house at all. What? What? I feel Could like you maybe explain this. L- no, <laughs> like, like maybe just like some random like street kid would just come in. We live in the suburbs. Just some random street kid could come in and would just be. I don't know, just chilling in there. You know, I would. I yeah, uh, I would classify that as weird. This is street kid. You check behind the shower curtain. Um, no, I don't. But I do have a habit uh, with showers. Okay. Uh. Every time I turn the water on, mm-hmm. uh, I have to close my eyes. I have to. I can reach out, grab the handle, close my eyes, and then turn the water on. Do you mean... Okay, this is a huge question here. D- um, is this when once you're... And wait till I ask the whole question Okay. before uh, responding to any parts of it as per uh, Iowa test guidelines. Um, d- is this... No. does this happen fill in the bubble does this happen once you're like it like the water is running you're in the shower and you pull the handle to turn the shower part on or is this like when you're still completely outside of the tub area and you are reaching over to turn on the handle from the outside and you're not anywhere near the water from the outside I I might even still have my clothes on because like you know you turn it on a little bit ahead of time yeah, to get warm up yeah, yeah. uh wow. just, I, w- w- when you're grabbing that little lever to switch it from bath to shower mode yep. got to close my eyes with that one too uh I don't know why it's just something it's it's just something what an absolute goober <laughs> 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 no honestly that's one of my favorite things that I've ever heard uh c- could you put could you, could you put a tally mark on on tortellino uh, t- <laughs> of just things things that I've extremely enjoyed about doing this show? <laughs> Make a little mark underneath it. Could you just do a little drawing of your face so I remember it was something that you said that made me so happy? <laughs> uh, Tortellino's got a little chalkboard on his yeah. saddle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, tor- I yeah. <laughs> if you'll remember, Tortellino is our studio elephant. Yeah, yeah, he's just kind of chilling in the corner yeah. right now. Uh, you know, not every studio can been, can afford an elephant, but if you can, you know, why not? Why wouldn't you? He's super handy. Uh, he's on my milkshake, though. Yeah. The thing back. about elephants is like um, when they, because you know if you share a milkshake with somebody, you get two straws, but if elephants share a milkshake, they just, it's because they kind of like, they, they kind of have built-in I'm straws. Back. Yeah. 
They, so, they are the straw. Yeah. And the straw will suck up the entire milkshake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before I even realize. Probably with the cup included. Yeah. Like, like, well, oh, was it Dumbo maybe? Or was it another Fam- animated Another elephant? famous animated elephant? I can think uh, of one. Where like the trunks were like vacuums. Uh, oh, oh, and they were eating peanuts? Yeah. Yeah. Dumbo? I believe that was Dumbo. Yeah. yeah. Where they just like stick their trunk, you know, like under the door and just like. Yeah. And then like all the peanuts in the room would just come like fly into the trunk. Like I'm oh, sure that's man. not how it ha- works, but. Oh, that was a weird thing, huh? Anyone you know have any weird habits or anybody you've seen? Uh, not really. Cause, okay, because what I was going to say is that something I've seen in my family, and I don't think that I do this, but, uh, I, uh, mo- well, I would say at least half of my family, when they get emotional or upset, um, they become Southern? <laughs> so, like, if if something particularly upsetting happens, you know, they'll they'll come out and instead of going, "What are you doing?" You know, because we're we're from California and Indiana, so that's how we talk. This is our this is our dialect. But instead of that, it'll be kind of like a, "What are you doing?" And I've heard that before. <laughs> I think you've heard Hank Hill say that. <laughs> it was. <laughs> That's a hundred percent what it is. They turn into Hank Hill. They just they just walk out, whatever's going on, and they go, dang it, Bobby. I can't believe you'll do something like this. I've been down at the Y. You can learn anything at the Y. Uh uh. I don't really take notice of other people's habits. Um but one that I do myself. Uh, again, just another one that's not like shower related because we've already talked about that is when I'm making a sandwich, sandwich, not sandwich, I get out the bread, I put uh-huh. it on a plate, mm-hmm. I get out one of the things. If it's uh, ham and cheese, I get out the mayo first, I unscrew it, I do the mayo, I screw it back, and I put it back in the fridge, and then I grab the ham and I open it. So it's I kind take of the ham one. Out, and ingredient I put the ham back and then I grab the cheese yeah uh and same thing with like peanut butter and jelly it's just two jars right bam two jars side by side boom open up and get it you're done nope I got or gotta... goober no please no I said this it's... thing the other day where it feels like raccoons would enjoy goober because it's both a trash food and something that's striped and that's nothing, but <laughs> that's not a bit. At the time, <laughs> at the time, it felt like it needed development. Um, I feel like the flaw in kind of your sandwich making strategy is that if uh if you get out mayo, and then and are mayo... you going to mention French fries? No, if this you get... kid puts mayonnaise. On his French fries. Which to all of our European listeners will not be that okay. weird. I understand it's probably a thing in Europe, mm-hmm. but like, y'all have health care and stuff over <laughs> there. So like, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm going to give you that one. That's a very good point. You shouldn't put mayo on fries unless you have someone health care. <laughs> Maybe that's why people don't do it in the US. Then again, 
We do have the Taco Bell breakfast menu, which I feel kind of negates that little tidbit. Um, no, I feel like the flaw in your in your mayo thing or your sandwich thing is that if you get out bread and then you get out mayo and then you get out a knife and then you spread the mayo on the bread and then you have a heart attack, the next person to walk into the room is going to think, oh my gosh, Connor was trying to make a mayo sandwich. And then it'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, he's dead. But like the first big thing they're going to notice is that they're going to think you were making a mayonnaise sandwich. Which is far worse than anything else going on in that scenario. Hey, it's time for a little segment that I like to call Good Bad Ideas. I think there was one real note in there and the other ones were kind of kind of sliding. A little bit of that Mel Torme slide. You know, but without the accuracy. All right. Hit me with some of these. Here, and I, again, I, I never know why, why the b- word bad is in there. I certainly didn't put it there. These are, these are really good ideas. These are solid ideas. Now, some of them might not be fleshed out all the way. Um, so, I mean, bear, bear with. Bear sure with. Um, first one, kind of just to mull over, uh, spaghetti and paintballs. <laughs> to eat or to shoot out of a gun? You know... Spraying spaghetti out of a gun all over somebody? Kind of of fun. I'd imagine that'd be fun. Is that... Now, I I hate for this to become practical all of a sudden, but (laughs) if you fire a paintball at somebody, right, that's like... (laughs) It simulates... It spiders simulates blood. That's kind of what it's for. If you fire spaghetti and a paintball, it kind of becomes a little more visceral. (laughs) I think... (laughs) I think the, also the, oh jeez that's his intestines <laughs> he's got his intestines are, are are quite slender and they're all the same uh, consistency and they're a little al dente uh, I, w- I would send this back honestly um, bit of garlic bit of garlic <laughs> that's not going anywhere here's the next one um, you've heard of recycled art yes uh, where you take you know uh, mm-hmm. things like bicycle chains and and bottle caps and you turn them into works yeah. of art. My idea is recycled recycled art where you take those you, you use recycled art as a thing it originally was, like a bike chain or some pasta. <laughs> See so a sculpture that's like a bike chain yeah. as a bike chain. Yeah, you take you you just remove you just use you just use the bike chain. You just take the you kind of re- just reclaim the items. So basically, tear down all the recycled art structures and go use them for their original you purposes. Use, yeah. Can, can I talk about um, something here? Uh, no, actually, I'm afraid this is this my, podcast. Your podcast is the only place where you can't talk about something. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, feel bad about that. What were you going to say? Okay, there's a <laughs> there's a place by my school. I believe. Uh, don't quote me on this. Eskenazi Fine Art Center, something like Fine okay. Arts Center, something like that. Um. It's it's by my college. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's obviously an arts place, uh, and they've got like the sculptures and stuff out, like you would. Uh, and they're kind of interesting. They're visually, you know, they're cool. They're cool to look at. Yeah. Um, I have no idea how you'd make one or how you'd think to make one, but like, the, but they're made super well. The the uh, across the street from it, so not on the lot, uh, not on the lot of this fine art center where all the sculptures are on the other side of the street there are these poles that look kind of like telephone poles ish uh in the ground they they look kind of like they're not part of anything right okay 
except there's a shopping cart on top of one of them, turned upside down and just uh-huh. hanging on top uh-huh. of one of them. And I don't know if, if that's it's a sculpture. Purpose. Because it's not technically Man. in the lot that this building is in. So did they just decide go for it or did like if it wasn't how did it end up there here's my theory i've been thinking about this for the past 12 seconds and what i can (laughs) definitively tell you what uh, is that what happened is that um one of the aldi jocks um was pushing around with one of the aldi nerds one of the aldi weaklings there at the aldi you know at the aldi Mm -hmm. shopping uh mart and um for the for the nerds loose change to get a cart, yeah, to get a quarter to get yeah to get another an extra cart, a surplus cart, and the uh, and the Aldi jock took uh you know the same way that you might take some sneakers uh, took the nerds cart and just just hurled it to the top of a telephone pole, <laughs> um, but then it was accidentally art so, uh, so it kind of just it stayed. Does it is Can it supposed we- to look like a giraffe maybe? Oh, uh, that's kind of what I envisioned. If it's if it's a shopping cart on the top of a pole, maybe it looks I mean like... where where I drive past it, I can't really see it. Um, not the right angles and stuff, but uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, we there are just weird things in downtown Indy. I gotta say, one of my favorites, by which I mean things that I'll stare at for a long time and then just kind of shrug very hard and walk away from, is uh on the on the. Um, Indianapolis Public Library downtown, mm-hmm. um, giant building, six floors, uh, just kind of just affixed, affixed to the front of the building is just a, a large, um, like a large sculpture of a donut. And yeah. it's kind of just stuck there. Kind of just there. You want to hear the next one? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Here's the next, here we go. Uh, you know the clapper? Yes. Okay. Now, sometimes the clapper is across the room, you know? Um, sometimes you just don't feel like clapping, you know? It's a lot of energy to clap. You got to clap, you got to clap twice. So what I've invented is the clapper clapper. Now, what the clapper clapper does is it's a simple device. It has a button on it. You push, uh, which makes it clap, uh, which then activates your clap on, clap off light fixture. And I've been thinking about possibly switching out the button with a switch so a, a light switch you are literally making a light switch well 100 you have you have a little remote with a little button that turns uh-huh. on and off your light right now that yeah. is technically a clapper clapper i mean well there's no clapping involved it cut out the middle and kind man. of what would be what this would be would be a device that claps for you to turn on and oh so you could also take it to like Sporting events. Sporting events like... Yeah. Ham- Hamilton. You go to Hamilton with your clapper clapper. Not- the thing about that is that what they don't tell you is that all of the light displays at Hamilton are also clappers. Um, <laughs> and, and so it's so just like do, in a... Yeah, they do. Sometimes it's like a rave in there when the audience gets too yeah, rowdy. I was going to say, uh, when they do something that's great and the audience claps, it mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. amplifies Which the is like tenfold. every 10 seconds in Hamilton. It, you know? it's, it's literally just a rave. Every if time, you guys haven't seen the play, it's literally it's just a rave. rave. It's basically, it's yeah. And you'd think they would have learned. And... It was actually a clever thing that, that they did back when, you know, Lynn was making In the Heights. 
because um, that that took place during a blackout, and so there were just no lights. And the whole that's something else they won't tell you. You know, if you've never been to see a Broadway play, um, that during the whole blackout section, it was just like two acts of the play take place in a blackout. Um, all of the lights are off in the whole place, and you can't see anything. So most of it's pre-recorded, and uh, <laughs> that's kind of it's kind of just the actors kind of drink break. That's what that is. So they say eight shows a week, but it's like you know ten minutes of being on stage, and then that's why sometimes when they run back on this on the stage for the closing number, some of them are still like holding snacks. <laughs> It's like, wait a minute! I didn't remember Usnavi eating a bag of combos in this scene. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't, but you know those those deadlines come quick. Um, I'll just do one one more of these for now. Sure thing. Okay. Um, it says here Jello shorts. All right, and then it says not a typo. <laughs> I would have thought that was a typo. Uh, I'm familiar with Jello. What shots. would you? Oh, Jello shots. Okay, but it does it does say Jello shorts. Jello shorts, shorts made of jello, or maybe jello made of shorts. Um, explain that second one to me. Kind of just, kind of <laughs> just take take jello a stab. Made of shorts? No, I really need, I really need the kind of the Mister Rogers process of that. Kind of the take me into the factory with Fred Rogers right now. Okay, and 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 explain to me how this process works of turning shorts into jello. Well, it's uh, boxed cello, right? Presumably, Most people get boxed cello. Presumably, this um, is this is what this is what occurs after Bart Simpson says, "Eat my shorts," <laughs> and then, uh, so you go ahead and you get the box boxed cello. It's like a powder. I haven't yeah. made cello in a while. Uh-huh. Um, You're doing great. You get a big mixing bowl. You pour the powder into the mixing bowl. You yep. take water. Okay. You drink the water. You put your shorts uh, into the mixing bowl. Okay. You mix it up to like tear now, it to shreds to where your shorts are like now in ribbons. Oh yes, uh, and then you yes. pour water on it so the shorts, the denim gets so wet. So the water has kind of made a. a re- you get more water. Could you not use the first water? You need. You need to. It's important to hydrate, kids. Uh, it's important to hydrate, kids. But when the denim gets wet, it gets really like you know like damp and sticky and all that. That uh, is what wet means. All, <laughs> uh, all the powder just sticks to it. Like glue. Okay. And then you can put it in the oven at 400 degrees. Do you know how to make jello? Have you heard of jello? You don't put jello in the oven. Well, maybe you do. Okay, then for 400 what? degrees uh, for 45 minutes and you come back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't find <laughs> You look like you're hocking up a lung. Could you just finish the thought? I totally said oven without even just like just straight in to the next step without. Oh no! Thou hast it. made thy bed; thou shalt lie in it. Let's. <laughs> please, please tell me what you do with the Jello after you've burnt it in the oven for forty-five minutes. You can't breathe, can you? I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing one inhale in the, in the past about minute and a half. I have not seen Connor inhale once. Oh, it's crying. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. Cancel the show. I'm done. Do you <laughs> After... want a pet tortellino? <laughs> that, that would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Okay. So when the oven beeps, right? You 
take the oven out. Get yeah. oven mitts. I imagine Obviously the oven important. Screams. You don't want it to at this point. <laughs> I imagine that's kind of yeah. what's going on. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> From like the 32 minute mark, the oven has just been a, doing a, a constant just. Ah! <laughs> Stop your yard. It starts to touch so after you pull it out of the oven with your oven mitts, right? Yep. Uh, go ahead and pour it into one of your like baking tins. Okay. Right? Kind of like you put uh, brownies or like, uh, yeah. What do you put in a baking tin? A casserole? People put a casserole in a baking tin? Sure. Uh, I don't really know how casseroles are made. They just kind of appear in my fridge. Yeah. Uh, half eaten and like covered in tinfoil. Uh, and from there, you can go ahead and take a knife and then kind of like slice it into little rib, like slice it into little. Do you sections. remember how there's pants uh, in here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It kind of adds a nice texture. It's it it kind of envelops it like a dough, so you kind of got like a jelloey wriggly bit on the inside, kind of like a fruit gusher. But think leather. Think a leather fruit gusher. Um, what am I thinking? Like those fruit leathers that you get at the store, but fruit then like roll ups. No, or like fruit a fruit leather. leather. Yeah, yeah, you can find them at like mom and pop stores fruit leather. in the country. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things because we eat regular leather. So let's make a fruit <laughs> version. Uh, and then it kind of you can kind of mold it into balls, and then it's kind of got a consistency of like a cake pop or something. You can stick little sticks into it if you want. Yeah. How long have you been off your medication? Um, I don't have medication. Hey, we've got a new segment. That might be it. <laughs> that 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 might be we've got it. Another segment right now. <laughs> For the two of you who are still left. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you want to? So, uh, Graham mentioned habits a yes, little bit before that's, the show. That's kind of uh, the, that was yeah. the theme of this episode, but now it's jello shorts. And I'm very <laughs> on board. Uh, uh before we recorded the episode, so I I decided to pull up uh handy dandy ask Reddit, uh-huh. which is a treasure trove of world's knowledge of both experts and idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. And I decided to look up some weird habits that people might have. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about these for a second. Yeah, this is kind of your curated list. I haven't really seen these. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. I separate colors when I eat multi-flavored candy and eat them at different combinations, ratios, to make recipes. Two cherry to one lemon starburst and equal parts green apple and strawberry Skittles are really good. So is this kind of like a weird habit or is this like... An actual thing that could be a thing. I think this is something that might just be chalked up to having, uh, um, being kind of thoughtful about uh, flavors. You know, it to me, it's not that different from people combining colors. Uh, you know, to to put together an outfit. Uh, I'm gonna say that's not that weird. I don't think I really have to rationalize that. Give me something that I really have to work on. <laughs> something that you really have to work on? Yeah. Um, what you got? I thoroughly inspect both sides of chips to see which would taste better and then put the best side on my tongue. Now, this is basically what I said with chicken nuggets back in Cell Swords. Um, I turn them to find the best. No, this is different. This is different. This is different. Chicken nuggets is like a uniform theme. Sure. Um, so well, then carefully. Okay, here's it depends on the chip. There's what I'm going to say. It depends on the chip. chip. Now, if it's a Pringle, which is technically a crisp. uh, There's a difference? 
Yeah, it's like a whole thing. Um, okay, I won't get into that. There's some nasty hate comments. <laughs> the crisp uh, fandom. Yeah, um, I think with a the Pringle, there's only like it's more just about the shape of it, right? Same with a lot of different types of chips. I think it's mostly the shape. Now, if if you got like a Dorito, um, I think it makes sense to see like if one side has more dust or something. I I get that. I get that. Honestly. I feel like it's not that weird. It's not something that I do usually, but I feel like it's not that weird. I very rarely used to get fruit roll-ups as a child, so they were kind of a treat to me. Uh, And because they were such a treat, I developed a ritual for eating them. First, I unroll the sheet carefully and remove the plastic film. Then, I take the silky side of the roll and put it against my face so I can smell the delicious aroma of processed fructose while also feeling the smooth texture on my skin. After a good whiff and rub, I start on a corner, biting it off and slowly sucking on it so that it will last a very long time. It is a very satisfying experience. Hey, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Every word of that was the which, which, um, and which serial killer did you say this was a direct quote from? Which, who was it? Was it Jeffrey Dahmer? Was it Charles Manson? It sounds like it might be John Wayne Gacy. Kind of had that whole, does it say that they put the fruit roll up in limestone? Because that would be John Wayne Gacy. That's the worst. That's so bad. That's like the worst description of anything I've ever heard in my life. My skin is crawling. I've got the heebies and the jeebies. I've got both the heebies and the jeebies. Listen, that's all the time we have for today. I'm so yucked out. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yo, we got one more thing we got to do. Yep. And that is we consult the Dictionary of Dreams oh, yeah. Yeah. to see what's up. And I think, what's the most relevant thing to what we talked about that's actually in the Dictionary of Dreams? It's actually in the Dictionary. The Dictionary of Dreams obviously doesn't have every word. That would be absurd. Um, so it doesn't have stuff like habits. How do you dream of habits? Um, it does have shower. We mentioned shower. shower. Yeah, I think we both had shower stuff going on. Let me, let me grab um, the trusty old cheapo recorder. Okay, yo, so the shower one was super whack. Um, it made me even more uncomfortable. So we're going to do fruit, like fruit roll-ups, and then I'm going to take a very long shower. I'll probably burn my skin with kind of, with kind of my whole routine that I'll need to do to kind of just rinse off the heebies and the jeebies that I got from recording uh, this episode of 100% Worse. Let me, get, let me give you an intro for fruit. On my, on my, on my $1 recorder. Fruit. To dream of seeing fruit ripening among its foliage usually foretells to the dreamer a prosperous future. Green fruit signifies disappointed efforts or hasty action. To buy or sell fruit denotes much business, but not very remunerative. I think that's a word. To (laughs) To see or eat ripe fruit signifies uncertain fortune and pleasure.
This has been the Dictionary of Dreams. <laughs> yeah, it certainly has. <clears throat> well, that's all we got for you this week on Hundo. Uh, if you want to drop us an email, which we highly encourage that you do, which is anything that's on your mind, you can hit us up at 100%worse at gmail.com. That's the number 100, the words percent and worse. Uh, or, of course, you can email us at uh, hundo at turboteenmovie.com because you know we got that domain on lock. <laughs> uh, or, hey, Jello short us a tweet uh, at 100% worse. That's the number 100, 100 the words per sent and worse. Also, we got a hashtag now. Oh, yeah. Uh, hashtag 100, uh, 100 worse. Actually. 100 worse. Yeah, that was the one uh, we put out a poll. That's the one you guys chose. So you can do a hashtag 100. That's the number 100 100. worse. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't have the same. No, it doesn't work. doesn't have the magic. Um, hey, um, keep those iTunes ratings and reviews coming. Thank you so much to everyone who's left one so far. I checked it, and uh, we had a few. And you guys are giving us five-star ratings, which is very kind of you. Um, yeah, thanks so much. And if you like the show, you know, obviously ratings, write a review. That helps us out a lot. Um, also tell a friend, you know, strap him to a chair, you know, give him a fruit roll-up, and um, just make him listen, I guess, to a, to an episode. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't have I don't have a I don't know how to I don't know how to be a fruit roll up serial killer so you're gonna have to figure that one out on your own. Oh hey, uh, thanks Kenny for doing the opening monologue again. Yeah, uh, I don't let Turtolino hit you on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, it's just an absolute delight editing your voice every week. It makes it sound like I, like I'm auto tuning you or something. Uh, I just mean. Editing you into the show from your from your position over there next to Tortolino. Anyway, it's been a good one. I've been Graham Ganahl. I've been Connor Hughes. And this has been 100% worse. Long live Turbo Teen. Somebody get me an apple. Was that one of my old catchphrases? Oh, uh, was it? I don't think it I was. can't remember. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. And they took that show and made that show 100% worse.